When Jerry and I came here seven years ago, we had a goal. We needed the end the effing drought. We did it. Welcome to Baseball Biz. I'm Mark Herbert, your host, and man, do we have a show for you. I mean, let's let's look at it. There's only a couple games left, and it's just exciting. Well, that's Scott Cervais sharing his excitement about what's going on in Seattle. The Mariners, man, they're breaking some records. A lot happening with them. Man, are they glad to clinch a spot with the wild card in the American League? And I'm going to break some of that down for you a minute. Just who is going to be playing and where or where we expect they might be. Who is clinched in the American League and who's clinched in the National League? We'll take a little look, too, maybe at what's happening with the MVP and Cy Young possibilities. Plus, there's been some movement. Movement from, like, Don Mattingly. Movement from Charlie Morton. Some of that movement is actually leaving the premises, and other ones is bringing in some more money or getting paid a bit more with the contract. We'll talk about all of that on this edition of Baseball Biz. Okay, let's crack it open on what we have for the season thus far. The season thus far, 162 games, 160 of which have been played. Let's begin with the American League. If we go division by division, you'll see that the Yankees have indeed clinched their spot as the AL East division winners. At this point, they have 98 wins and 61 losses. Uh, Going down the list there, you see Blue Jays and Rays. Both of those teams have also clinched a wild card position. So AL East is going to be kind of busy with three of the teams there in the playoffs. As we scroll on down to the AL Central, you're going to see that the Guardians, the Guardians have been doing well. They have clinched the division title for the AL Central with 90 wins and 70 losses thus far. So they got two more games on the burner. Uh, Chicago White Sox, who I had great hopes for this year, didn't quite get there. They've been experiencing a lot of troubles. Obviously, even with manager Tony La Russa, he's going to be leaving, as we well know. Maybe we'll talk a little more about that. But they did close with a winning season. I mean, 80-80, that does get you to 500. We go to the AL West. Wow. The Astros. They hit the century mark you know, a, few, a while back, a few games, and they're all the way up to 104 wins and 56 losses giving them a winning percentage of 650. That is huge. And when you look at that, it's interesting to see, you know what, where the Yankees were leading the American League earlier on, the Astros now do with uh, that 104 win in the column there. So kudos to the Astros, whatever you may think about their past. But who comes in underneath them? Well, guess what? The next team is... The Mariners, the Seattle Mariners. Yes, and that's why Scott Service was so excited when they've clinched the wild card position. And that hadn't been done in a while. To give you an idea of how long it's been since the Mariners have actually been in the playoffs, if you were born the last time the Mariners were in the playoffs, you could actually buy beer now. (laughs) 
You, it's been 21 years, folks, so you've been able to drive for a few years, and you can probably drink uh, beverages, alcoholic or otherwise. Just don't do both simultaneously. It is a time to celebrate. I understand why Scott services what he does. It's been too effing long, you know? And it's it's <laughs> they were due, and I'm glad that they've gotten it. So I'm excited about that. Curious to see how all that's going to be able to play out. And, you know, if the Astros weren't the Astros and Dusty Baker hadn't been doing what he's been doing, and Altuve hadn't been done doing what he's been doing, well, I think the Mariners would have done better and they, they could have potentially taken, you know, the AL West. But, I mean, it was nothing but fun to watch this team and to see Cal Riley have that walk-off home run <laughs> to clinch, to make sure that the Mariners did indeed have a place on the wild card. Uh, you know, one more thing about this I want to say. We, we talked a lot about Aaron Judge in the home run race and all that. And, indeed, he did catch up with Roger Maris. Don't know if anybody's going to let him have another home run in the last remaining games of the regular season. But I was encouraged by the young fan who, who gave the 60th ball to Aaron Judge and the 61st ball, which fell into the dugout, and they gave that to Aaron Judge. But Cal Riley of the Mariners. When he hit that home run ball, a young fan did catch that ball. And you know what he charged? Just like that young fan with the Yankees, he charged absolutely nothing. He just wanted to be able to hand that ball to Cal Riley and say thank you as a fan to him. What a great way for a fan to celebrate entering into the postseason with the Mariners than just handing a gift over to the player who made it all possible, Cal Riley. Whoa! Collectors everywhere are slowly dying, saying, man, I would love to have that ball. I'd love to put that on the market. I'd, I'd gone home right away and better put it on eBay or something. Again, kudos to that young fan for handing the ball over to Cal Riley. He did get a signed bat and a ball, but uh, I think they should give him season tickets too. So let's keep your eye on and see what the uh, Mariners do as we move into the postseason. So to summarize, who has won what in the American League? Well, the Astros, they've won their division in the West. The Yankees, they've won their division in the East. Central, the Cleveland Guardians have won that. So in the American League, we've got those three division leaders. In the wild card, there's only going to be three other teams. All three of those positions have been clinched as well. And they go to the Mariners, the Blue Jays, and the Tampa Bay Rays. It's going to be fun to watch. We'll talk about how and where you can watch some of these probably in an upcoming episode. We're probably going to read two or three episodes this week because there's just so much to cover in such a short little amount of time as we get ready to enter postseason. So let's take a look at what's actually happening with the National League, their standings and their wild cards. If we just go down through the standings, not surprisingly, there's actually two teams that have hit over 100. The other day, the Braves hit 100, and they are currently leading but do not own the NL East. And actually, NL East, the Braves and Mets are kind of fighting it out. We'll get a little bit more into the details of that. Yesterday, the Phillies, the Phillies clinched a spot in the wild card. They're also in the NL East. We go to NL Central. We've got the Cardinals. They have clinched and own the NL Central division as the Brewers are seven games back. I really had a lot of high hopes for the Brewers, but it just did not completely materialize. 
They had a 531 winning season. If we go down to NL West, <laughs> everybody could have put their pin pads down and gone home long ago as far as who was going to win that. Dodgers hit a century mark, I guess, a couple of weeks ago. They've got over 110 wins thus far this season, only 50 losses. They've got a 688 winning percentage. Whoa. The team behind them in the NL West, the Padres. The Padres now, they've clinched a wild card. But the Padres, as far as getting NL West winning it, no, it wasn't going to happen. They are 22 games behind the Dodgers. And let's see, what else can we say about that? Looking at the wild card and what would happen in the National League, again, Milwaukee was just within a breath of, of, of staying as a wild card viable candidate, but it didn't happen. Because in the wild card, again, you got the right now, it's going to be the Mets, San Diego, and Philadelphia. But in truth, we don't have anything final about who's going to win the NL East. Will it be the Braves? Will it be the Mets? Eh, I don't know. I Actually, I feel fairly confident it's going to be the, the Braves. So it'll probably be the Mets, San Diego, and Philadelphia as the wild cards. Talking about the Atlanta Braves, it's worth noting that their ace, Charlie Morton, has just resi- resigned, not resigned. He has signed up again for another year with the Atlanta Braves, which means they love him a lot, or the way I wouldn't be giving him another $20 million. Huge, huge, huge sign. Give you kind of a quick breakdown of what Charlie is about. Some of this is from a Forbes article. I like it because this came out, you know, just over this past weekend while the Braves were facing off against the Mets. Hopefully it gives a little bit of a, of a excitement and push within the team and certainly with the fan base knowing that Charlie's going to be back. Now, things you got to remember about Charlie, you know, he's been working across several different teams. He started out with the Braves, though in the beginning of his career, they traded him elsewhere from the Forbes article. They mentioned, of course, that he was the first Braves pitcher with consecutive 200 strikeout seasons since Hall of Famer John Smotes did it in 1996 and 1997. <laughs> well, that's longer than it's been since the Mariners, right? Since the Mariners have been in there. Uh, Charlie's pitch for the Pirates, the Phillies, the Astros, the Rays, and the Braves. He's done a wonderful job. He's, you know, he, I think he's been an all-star player a couple of years. Let's see, he won World Series rings in 2017 with the Astros and 2021 with the Braves. I had really hoped he would have been able to do that with the, uh, with the Rays while he was in Tampa, but that didn't happen. You know, he had an injury last year when a, a ball he threw came right back at him and fractured his fibula. Anyway, it goes, Charlie is the guy you want to have on the mound, and I'm just really glad to see that uh, Travis Darno, when he left the Rays, that both of them wound up at the Braves, and both of them are still there. I love watching that combination. I want to pause here for a moment and talk just a second about the Phillies. You know, one of my favorite managers was leading up this team early on in the year, and that was Joe Girardi. Had great expectations for what was going to happen with the Phillies this year, but it just didn't pan out. He was on June 3rd, I believe. That was the day that he was said, they said, bye-bye. We don't need you here, Joe. And after that, they brought Rob Thompson in as interim manager. Rob 
He's, he's brought things back to life. After Girardi left, Thompson came in, and he altered the future for the Phillies. He came back, and they had a 65-44 record, a nice winning record of about 596 underneath his leadership. Another thing that kind of made some challenges for the Phillies this year was Bryce Harper. I mean, he got injured. He's been out, what, uh, he was out from June 26th to August 25th. And if you've got a player like Bryce Harper, one of the highest paid players in the, the game, you're paying him for a reason, and that's results. So when he can't be out there at the bat making those kind of results for you, it hurts. Earlier we were saying that if you were born the last time that the Seattle Mariners had made it to the playoffs, you'd be 21 years old. Let's take that same equation and put it in with the Phillies. You wouldn't be 21 years old. No, actually, you would be quite a bit younger, but it would still, you'd be an 11-year-old child. (laughs) So it's been 11 years since the Phillies have made it to the playoffs. A lot of excitement there, as you might well imagine. Here are some of the words that Rob Thompson shared with his team after the win the other night that took them to the wild card playoffs. You have no idea what this means to this organization, to our fan base, to the city. So you guys have been fabulous. We didn't come here just to be here tonight. There's no reason why we can't just keep on going from here, guys. Come on. So relax, believe in yourselves, believe in each other, and play fearlessly. Play fearlessly. That sounds like great advice from any manager to his team. So we'll see what happens with those Phillies as they progress to the postseason. So this is going to be a shorter version of baseball business because, like I said, there's so much going on, and I don't want to throw it all out in one big chunk. Let's summarize what we know right now, Tuesday, October 4th. The NL East is still up for grabs between the Braves and the Mets. It doesn't look like there's going to be much chance of the Mets getting it. Therefore, there are three teams there that will be in the postseason for the National League. Braves, Mets, Phillies. NL Central, the Cardinals. And I want to do a little bit more probably on uh, another episode this week on uh, who's leaving and who's staying and who needs a great salute from the Cardinals. Brewers are not going to be there. Cubs are not going to be there. Pirates and Reds are not going to be there. NL West... The no-doubt Dodgers are going to be there. They have won the NL West. They have 110 games on their winning charter. The Padres are going to be there now. They've got 88 wins. they got a 550 average, and they are going to be there. So who is going to be in the final World Series after we get past the wild card games, the division series? I don't know. Who would I like to see? <laughs> I would probably say, of course, the Rays. If I couldn't have my Rays, then it would not be Astros, Mariners. I would probably be, I guess, the Blue Jays. <laughs> we'll see. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Baseball Biz. It's a sharp one, but uh, we wanted to kind of give you guys an update. What's happening as we get close to entering the postseason? Just a couple of more games. Actually, there's some double headers being played right now. I'm hoping to catch a couple of those. And we're going to talk a little bit more with some of our other guests here on upcoming episodes about the postseason and share their ideas with you as well. We didn't get to cover everything I wanted to in this episode. I wanted to talk about Don Manley and Shohei Otani, the MVP and Cy Young Award winner, 
and we certainly will address those in the next couple of episodes. So stay tuned. Uh, this is a short one, so it may be right after this. And just remember, you can find us here. You can find us on iHeartRadio. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Oh, gosh, there's so many of them out there. Well, wherever you're listening to us, go ahead and like us, love us. If you want to send us a comment, you can do so on most of those, including the Apple Podcasts. Or you can send something to me on Twitter at TheBaseballBiz. I'm Mark, and I'd love to hear from you guys. And hope you're enjoying the close of this fantastic 2022 regular baseball season. Look forward to talking with you guys again real soon. Special thanks to X-Take RUX for the music rocking forward.